All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. Just like, we, yeah, just like we're reading this one right now. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he's living a double life. Dear Stephen Shirley, I was a late bloomer and didn't have a lot of dating experience until I was in my early 20s when I got braces and lost a little weight. Men loved it and would take advantage of me. I thought I had life figured out by the time I was 28 years old, and I met the man I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. I met him on a dating app, and he lived out of town, so I only saw him if he came to visit. He stayed at my house, and all we did was eat and make love. He kept his phone in his pocket the entire time uh, he was with me, uh, <laughs> and when he slept... He either tucked it in the mattress or it was in his car. One day, he was on his laptop, and I passed by and saw a family picture on his wallpaper screen. He joked about me being nosy and closed his computer really quick. Uh, I didn't say anything at first. Then a few weeks later, I tried calling him, and someone answered his phone and didn't say anything, so I didn't say anything either. I questioned him weeks later when he came back to my town. He denied anything out of the norm, so I did my own investigation. I found out that he has an entire family, a wife and two kids, and his mother lives with them. He has been married for 11 years, and he's had two other long-term girlfriends like me. Social media is great for finding out this kind of stuff. Uh, I told him I knew his wife's name, his kids' names, and his wedding date. He remained calm and said, I don't need to worry about his wife. He said if he wanted me to know about her, he would have told me. I'm heartbroken, and he's moved on. I have all of his wife's info, so I think it's time to tell her what's up. He said he's not worried at all because I don't have the balls to do it. Do I break the cycle or not? Okay, really? It's not up to you to break any kind of cycle here. Uh, you didn't start this cycle. You're just part of his cycle. So, girl, listen, you got to go go on and get on with your life, okay? All this stuff you did after the fact, you know, your own investigation, all of that, your, um, you know... Antenna should have gone up when he put the when you thought he put the phone in the mattress or left it in his car. All these all this is suspicious activity. All of this is, you know, this is about revenge on your part and, and nothing else. I mean, you want to get back at him. You want to get back at him. Uh, it's okay to be angry and hurt and you know feel betrayed and all of that. We all have those feelings after this kind of breakup. But but what is telling his wife going to get you? It's not going to get you anything. Uh, and again, why didn't you find out if he was married before you started dating him? You said in your letter, social media, you know, is a great place to find out about someone. Well, why didn't you do that before? I just don't understand that part. This is just uh, another man uh, you let take advantage of you. Uh, it happened in your early 20s, you said, um, where you let men take advantage of you. And I say this to you. It stopped 
it, it, it's time to stop this. It's time to stop letting men take advantage of you. All right. This is what you should be concentrating on now because you said he has moved on and hasn't looked back. Uh, you should be concentrating and working on that now. You should be working on yourself, your self-esteem, uh, your self-worth. You don't have to go to his wife and, and tell her about his cheating husband, her cheating husband. I'm sure she knows. Plus, you said he had two other long-term girlfriends. Come on. I'm sure she knows something. Steve? Uh, I, I don't... I don't even know what to say to you, ma'am. I mean... You explained to me why you got taken advantage of because you didn't do a lot of dating and you had braces and you had a lot of weight on you. And, and men loved it. And when you got your braces off and lost some weight, when men loved it and would take advantage of me. Um, you know, people take advantage of you when, you when you're gullible to things. I understand that. But you were young. And that's just youth. Women, it happens to women all the time. It happens to men all the time, too. Yeah. So that's just youth. Don't worry about that. You know, you know how not to get taken advantage of now, but now you're 28. And you met the man that you thought was the love of your life. And um, all we did was eat and make love. He stayed at your house. He lived out of town. You met him on a date nap. You only saw him when he came to visit when he kept his phone in his pocket the entire time he was with you, and when he slept, he tucked it in the mattress. Now, when you see a man tucking a phone in a mattress, damn, you tuck a phone in the mattress. That's a tough one there, boy. Kind of hard for you to get that phone and he's sleeping on it. That's real hard to do. But if it vibrate, everybody in the bed going to know it's ringing. (laughs) I'm just saying. That wasn't enough for you. Here's the one that threw me. One day, he was on his laptop. I passed by and saw a family picture on his wallpaper screen. He joked about me being nosy and closed his computer right away. You saw a a man (laughs) with a wallpaper screen of a whole damn family. Mm. He in the picture. It's a woman in the picture and some kids in the picture. A whole family on his wallpaper screen. You know, a person's wallpaper screen is pretty personal. Yeah. You put stuff on that, it means something to you. Hold on, Steve. Well, hold I'm going to hold on. Yeah. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, he's living a double life. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, The subject, he's living a double life. This woman who had an early childhood deprived of early dating because she needed braces and had a little weight issue. Well, she got the braces off. She lost weight. (coughs) Excuse me. And she said that men took advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Well, which means she was naive. When women are young, they get taken advantage of a lot. There's a lot of sharks out there. I understand that. We'll just chalk that up to you. You're 28 now. You're on the date nap. You met a man that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with. Well, you met him on a date where he stayed out of town. And when he came to town, all y'all did was eat and sleep together and make love. All right, cool. But the whole time he kept his phone in his pocket or he left it in the car. When he did keep it with him, he tucked it under the mattress. <laughs> Uh, that's that's hard. 
That, that that's a dead sign that something on there you don't need to see. But that one wasn't the killer for me. The killer for me was one day he was on his laptop. I passed by and saw a family picture on his wallpaper screen. He joked about me being nosy and closed the computer real quick. I ain't say anything at first. Why you didn't? I don't understand this here. You see a man, he on there, a woman on there, and some children is on there. And it's him. You nosy. What? All right. Then a few weeks later, I tried calling him. Somebody answered the phone and didn't say anything, so I didn't say anything either. That's because the person you called and answered the phone was his wife. Yeah. And she's suspicious, so she didn't want to say nothing. And then you hang up, because that's happened before. So what she did was she waited on you to say, Donnie, or whatever his name is, Joseph. <laughs> Donnie. Just like that. I love Donnie. Raymond? Hello, Raymond? <laughs> and then the woman good. would know it's a woman, but she didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Then weeks later, you questioned him when he came back in town. He denied anything out the norm, so I did my own investigation. Now, like Shirley said, come on, ladies, with social media and all this here, you could have done all this investigating when you met him on the app. Why do y'all wait to after the fact for the investigation? You all live in a technological society and you're able to do your homework early. Before you even get involved with this man, you could do your investigation. Save yourself a lot of pain. I found out he had an entire family, a wife, two kids, and his mother lives with them. He's been married for 11 years, and he has two other long-term girlfriends like me. Then she said, social media is great for finding out this kind of stuff. Well, it, like Shirley said, it would have been great in the beginning, too. Would have saved you a world of trouble. I don't understand. I told him I knew his wife's name, his kid's name, his wedding date. He remained calm and said, I don't need to worry about his wife. Mm. She said if he wanted me to know about her, he would have told me. Woo-hoo. You feel me? Right there. Okay, now. Hey, right hey, let me explain something to you. That's a great Keep line Keep my wife's right name there. out like your mouth. Keep one. your <laughs> wife's name out your mouth. If I want you to know about her, I told you about her. Oh, he a pimp now. That's a threat. Because <laughs> that's a pimp line. No, no, I'll show you what the threat is, Shirley. Oh, okay, okay. I'm heartbroken, and he's moved on. Because, no, the reason he really told you is you don't need to know his wife's name and need to worry about his wife because you ain't finna be involved with him no more. Uh-uh. I'm heartbroken, and he's moved on. I have all of his wife's info, so I think it's time to tell her what's up. Girl. <laughs> he said he's not worried at all. Here's the threat, because I don't have the balls to do it. Now, this is an unbelievable threat. Most men ain't this damn stupid. <laughs> No. But he must really no. know you naive and passive because mm-hmm. you, you take a lot and you don't know how to deal with me. And so this threat is unbelievable. But, you know, there's an old saying that he has forgotten. You can't snatch your head out the lion's mouth. And he done forgot that. See, he don't realize that his head is in your mouth. You ain't got the balls to do it. You finna just snatch your head out this mouth and I got all this information? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? He's pretty dead if you ask me. 
But this is a bluff. This is a cold bluff. But he really thinks a lot less of you. So I understand you talking about do I break the cycle or not. Not really sure what cycle you're talking about. The fact that he may have had two long-time girlfriends and yeah. you're number three and his wife may not know about it. Uh, Shirley say, I don't know what that gains you. Your best move is to move on, but I do understand. I mean, you ain't got the balls to do it. So, you know, the parting shot is going to be a little bit different. The parting shots is you might show him you do have a set of kahunas on you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why he would even threaten you like this. I really, really don't. That's what an unbelievable threat. That. Yeah. That's a what dumb threat. That? Right. I don't right. know no man Not to say that. Right. You ain't got the balls. You know, no I dare you to call him. No man. No. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, look, I'm really no sorry. Can we work through this? Can I help you need anything? Why you? We'd had a lot of conversations except that. (laughs) So all right, you don't Uh, have the balls. Yeah, yeah, we're we're (laughs) moving on, and ooh, look what's next. We're gonna look into the mind of J. Anthony Brown (laughs) coming up right after this. (laughs) Woo! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 